0: welcome to another episode of Chart of Fortune, the astrology podcast where I look at the birth charts of the moments and things that made pop culture. I'm your host, Elise Blaylock. And before the new moon in Virgo that's coming up later this week, I thought I would let you know that this episode is here to get you ready. We are taking a pause from the normal pop culture snark that is so intrinsic to Chart of Fortune. And I am joined by my dear tarot expert sister and friend, Mallory from drawn to tarot. She's gonna walk us through a spread for the Virgo new moon and tell us where we need to focus things, making our to-do list, getting all that Virgo energy going. So I hope you enjoy this episode and that you get something for it. And if you are a Virgo, happy birthday and have a wonderful new moon in Virgo. Okay, if you are interested in doing your own Virgo spread, you can, of course, find one online. But we have opted to kind of make our own thesis for this time. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you we're doing a six card tarot spread. I'm going to run through what each card will symbolize. But of course, as we pull over the cards after we've shuffled and laid them out, we'll go ahead and review what that card is about and then talk about it. So you can definitely recreate this at home. Um, So let's get started. I'm joined by Mallory, who of course is uh, the account behind Drawn to Tarot on Instagram, tarot enthusiast, and also happens to be my sister.
1: Excited to be back. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you. So last time we were here, we had some Leo Aquarius stuff going on. We have definitely shifted the dialogue into kind of cool, calm, collected Virgo. I'm excited it's Virgo season.
1: Same here. Got some Virgo in my top big three. We
0: both do. So Mallory is a Virgo rising and I am a Virgo moon. So I think Virgo season always holds a special place in our hearts.
1: It is much overlooked in my opinion.
0: Yeah, we both agree Virgos don't get a lot of love. They are actually the most common zodiac sign. So they walk among you. You likely know a Virgo. You might be a Virgo. But we want to take a second to use this new moon, which is always a time of new beginnings, new intentions, new things that are coming up for this and we're gonna go ahead and run through our spread so the first card is gonna be like a check-in where we're at right now and that's just gonna be like kind of really broad theme so what's happening in the collective so much like when we talk about like outer planet transits and that's kind of affecting everybody's vibe this is kind of a card to be like where's everybody at right now so if it feels a little vague that's because it is Uh, The next card we're going to do, the second card, is going to be intentions or themes for fire signs during this Virgo new moon. So it could be things that, you know, you've been holding on to since those Aquarius Leo cycle and it's time to say goodbye, leave them in that old cycle, don't take them with you in the new moon. Could be stuff that you want to recenter and spend some time trying to manifest or think about. The second card is going to be for earth signs, same idea. Third is going to be for air signs, and then we're going to finish for water signs. And then we're going to do our final card. Our sixth card is just going to be a special little message for all the Virgos out there because we love you. We're hoping you're having a good birthday season. Um, don't at me, Leos, because we all know that you had birthday plans from two years ago that are still happening, even though we have definitely left Leo's season behind. So we're going to go ahead and get started by shuffling the deck. Ooh, that was fast. We got one card right already.
1: They tend to have a mind of their own. They just kind of come out. And while shuffling, I thought I would Mm. say, I really like to kind of keep the intention of what we're talking about. So right now we're talking about new moon intentions, themes, things like that. That's something I'll keep in mind while I shuffle.
0: Yeah, and I think even though... Virgo isn't at home in the moon right like Virgo's ruled by Mercury I really feel like a Virgo new moon feels very Virgo in that it's a chance to kind of wipe wipe the slate clean like it always makes sense to me that Virgo season is very much about like for many people in the western hemisphere the start of school and so it's it's a new year it's not Aries season where we have literally started the zodiacal calendar over again But there's that feeling of oh it's turning into fall right because the mutable signs rule that nether region between one season and another and also that this is just a chance for us to maybe think about where our priorities are you know we're with our new binder and pencils and getting ready to kind of start things fresh with good intentions get organized stay organized that kind of thing
1: all right so we have our six cards pulled and we'll begin with kind of a big picture overview of where we are. Yeah, at right so
0: what's now. the vibe?
1: We have the hanged man.
0: And I think it's in re- it's it is in reverse.
1: It is not. Oh, yeah, it's not. It is. Oh. You are correct. Yes. Okay. It's confusing <laughs> because the hangman is upside down in photo. Um, and so if oh, he yeah. is right side up, then the card is actually upside down. So it down.
0: looks like he's like standing on like a crystal quartz like obelisk and his head is like in the ocean.
1: Right So and he he's is wearing actually...
0: tidy whities.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In the deck I have, yes, and he is usually pictured similarly, um, usually hanging by his ankle or foot or something like that. Um,
0: this, this kind of has like an aerial silks kind of vibe to the picture.
1: Definitely, definitely. Okay, this is really interesting. Um, so the hanged man um, right side up, just to give a little context, is about taking a pause. Okay. Um, Kind of taking a moment. So, in reverse, this is a clear sign um, that you're resisting the slowdown. You're resisting Mm. the pause. Um, This is kind of the universe giving you a sign and you're not listening. Um, Which is not as harsh as it seems. But, But remember that the universe, like many things, will not be ignored. And if you don't listen to the message, it's going to get louder and louder until it smacks you in the face that you need to rest.
0: And to me, this kind of tracks for Virgo season, because one thing I think about with Virgos is, and I think this gets attributed to fire signs, but it's very Virgo quality to me, is that earth signs also really do like to get things done. They are people who work hard. And I think there could be a tendency in Virgo to just steamroll and keep going and and ignore those mercurial communication thought ideas where you're feeling like you need to slow down, but then you think, I can't, I have to get things done, I have to keep going.
1: Definitely, and that's a good reminder. Um, Also, is just to trust the process. Uh, I'm not good at that, but I think, like you were saying, Virgos is just keep going, go, 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 Um, and maybe to kind of sit back a minute and let the universe present what it's going to without kind of forcing something.
0: Yeah, that, and it's good to remind yourself that Virgo is an earth sign. So they are very grounded and intentional with their time and their energy and their preferences, but also that it is mutable earth. So it's capable of changing and it's capable of seeing that if you're doing things one way and they're not working, then Virgo wants to be efficient and get it done. So they're happy to pivot into doing it another way if their way originally doesn't make any sense.
1: Definitely. I think that's a good kind of scope of where we're at where we're at yeah
0: okay so fire signs what is the lesson for you
1: so we have another card in reverse it's the king of coins or pentacles same thing um which is interesting in that the coins or pentacles is all about earth is the earth suit um which kind of plays back into our virgo-ness not quite our fire sign friends but let's take a look what that might be saying for our fire signs.
0: So just a reminder, fire signs are going to be Leo. It's going to be Sag. It's going to be Aries.
1: Okay. So the king of coins in, reversed, uh, in reverse is telling you to take a look at your relationship with material things, Earth is mm-hmm. money, material things, your finances. Um, it could be that you're focused too much, on your finances and maybe take a step back. Um, or it could be that you're not quite invested enough in the, the finances. Maybe you spend too much, maybe you spend too little. It's all kind of about something's out of balance here or maybe finding a balance, maintaining a balance, something like that. Um, it also could represent some doing the same thing over and over and over again. Can kind of feel like a rut Um, it's important for our fireside friends to remain grounded in what they're doing. Um, but sometimes you need to change it up a a little bit. So maybe this is kind of pointing to themes of taking stock of where you're at, financially material (laughs) things, um, and seeing, do you need to switch it up a little bit? Do you need to focus more, focus less? Take a look at what is surrounding you.
0: Yeah, and fire signs, if this is resonating for you, and when we say fire signs, it could be that you have a fire sign sun. It could be that you have a fire moon and this is really hitting. Or it could be that you have some fire placements in your chart or you have some houses. Like what I'm hearing is second house, eighth house. Those are very much our material possessions and our resources. And that does seem to tie into King of Cups. So if you are not a fire sign and this is like hitting home, maybe it's a chance to look at the second and eighth. Definitely. I'm sorry. I said, "Oh shit!" I said, "King of Coins" or "King of Cups." It's definitely King of Coins. That's what I get for trying to read upside down.
1: You know, fair enough. And it's the King of something. So you, you had it. We were. Close. We got
0: close. Yeah. We got close. Okay. So, <laughs> in that Fire sign needing to jump ahead uh, and ignore my nonsense, uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on to Earth signs.
1: All right, Earth signs. We have the Seven of Cups.
0: Okay, I'm gonna chalk up the fact that I said cups and then it was cups to intuition and not to inability to read upside down.
1: Absolutely. You you manifest yeah.
0: You can thank me later, Earth signs.
1: And this is really interesting. So, um, again, so this is talking about cups are a water sign. So not quite in the same realm as our as our earth signs.
0: Okay. But yeah.
1: something to keep in mind. Um this is talking about uh, you might be caught up in, some, in a cycle of dreaming about something. You're wanting something, your dream life, your dream reality, something like that. Um, but maybe not taking the steps to make it happen. Um, and and to remember that dreams are wonderful and to keep dreaming, but if they don't take steps towards them, they'll stay dreams. And I don't right. think we want that necessarily.
0: Yeah, so our Earth Saints are Capricorn, Virgo, and Taurus. And... I do think that this might hit home for earth people again, sun, moon, rising, or just places in your chart, maybe they're more fanciful. I think about like the fifth house of creativity, the ninth house of higher education, even third house of communication, where a lot of my earth sign friends are people who are very grounded and very stable, but they also are really not wanting to put themselves out there, especially if there's a chance they'll look dumb or won't be good at it, because it can feel really judged, especially when you're pulled together and excel in other parts of your life. So maybe this is a chance to to think about those places that are kind of squishy or vulnerable or hard. Um, or if this is resonating for you, maybe check out where you have like houses that are ruled by earth signs too. That might be another way to kind of connect with where this is hitting in your chart. And as a general thought too, we have some big earth sign transits happening right now. And that could be bringing stuff up for you. Right now we're in the United States' is uh, Pluto return, and I think Pluto is in retrograde, and that is in the sign of Capricorn. We also have Uranus is still in Taurus. So there's a little bit of Earth sign energy in the air anyway. So it could be that those larger transits are just hitting your chart really hard, and this kind of Earth sign symbolism might be here for you in the Seven of Cups.
1: Yeah, and I think you you talked about kind of not being good at something or not wanting to do it. This is a reminder, if that, if that resonates with you, to um, maybe put your ego aside for a minute and check in with, like, your higher self or your greater good to see, is that a, in alignment with your ego? Most of the time, it's not. Uh, but it could be. But that's an, an avenue to try to look into if something feels uncomfortable. It could, be, um, it could be the ego talking instead of what's the best for you, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a good friend. I have a lot of Earth in my chart, and I think the thing that's hard for Earth signs sometimes to hear is that, you know, even if you do something and you're bad at it, you're still further ahead than the people who don't put themselves out at all.
1: Definitely. And this is kind of your reminder to try that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we are going to move on to air signs. Here is stuff we want to be thinking about for the Virgo new moon.
1: Okay, so we have the page of coins in reverse or upside down. Um, so pages are, are typically a very, um, hopeful card. It's a very exciting card. Um, and like, like we talked about coins is about material things, money, possessions, things like that. Um, in reverse, it doesn't mean the opposite. It's not a depressive card. Um, but this is more talking about, um, new opportunities for beginnings as in a new moon, um, growth, things like that. Maybe you're, um, discovering more about the meaning of money in your life or where that fits in. It could be the start of even a new hobby or, um, turning your dreams into reality, whatever you set your mind to, this is a good sign that it's going to be successful. But again, bringing it back down to earth, you, you have to work for it, um,
0: yeah, and I think so. Earth or our air signs are um, Gemini, Aquarius, Libra, and I do think that they're the the trait of or, or air signs is that they're really intellectual, and that doesn't mean that they're just like nerdy, but they're people who are they're thinkers, right? It doesn't mean that they necessarily spend their whole day philosophizing, but they might. The downside of air energy, you can live in your head, and so. It's not that you're not capable of doing hard work, but maybe you spend so much time thinking about it and that is a labor in and of itself that when it comes time to do the thing, you're exhausted. I know I am a Gemini Sun, a Libra Rising, and for me a lot of time spent thinking about it does feel like, you know, a really exhausting part of it and then to think you have nothing to show for it is really frustrating. So I definitely look at this card and think I want to take more time to really do the work and check in that I am doing the work and I'm not just like living my head and making weird excuses like well I thought about it today that counts or I can't move forward because I'm paralyzed by this indecision.
1: Right and this uh, the most loving message this card could give is that um, you don't need to know everything about the next thing you're going to do or the venture or the hobby. Um, You may not and that's okay but get started anyway.
0: Yeah, because I do think there's a chance, and I think this isn't specifically for air signs, but I think a lot of us can get really caught up in feeling like it has to be perfect in a way this it's interesting because we were talking about, like, Earth, you know, feeling like, oh, well, I can't, like, move from this place, or I can't look dumb, and I think air signs are, oh, but I haven't thought about every potentiality, or I still don't feel like it's the right name, or it's the right vibe, or I don't know what to do, and um, maybe releasing some of that, because also... Virgo is ruled by the planet Mercury which means it's like communicating it's thinking it's you know even the concept of travel relates to Mercury but it also can be that we're just like living in our head and there's so much thought and like let's channel the Virgo that is mutable earth that is about changing and moving forward and even maybe embodying that like yeah we're right between summer and fall nobody knows what to wear half the time nobody knows you know like how to feel about it but we're just kind of going forward we're just in it
1: yeah definitely it's kind of the idea that nobody really has it all figured out but that doesn't stop us from doing and living and and doing all the things that we want to do or hopefully not
0: yeah okay our final element to cover is water signs it is cancer pisces and scorpio and the card that we've pulled is and i will now mispronounce is the Hierophant.
1: hierophant hierophant i've heard it both ways you're good Um, What this kind of represents is spiritual wisdom, tradition, conformity. It's a very safe-feeling card. Um, It's like the values you hold dear, the traditions you know of, um, your belief system. It's not really taking risks. It's not really going out on a limb. It's like well-established structures. It's familial traditions. It's kind of that world of conformity and... And spiritual wisdom. And
0: this is connected to Taurus, which makes a lot of sense when we talk about things like security, feeling comfortable, feeling grounded. So it's interesting to me that when we pulled for earth signs, we got a water card. Yeah. When we pulled for water signs, we got an earth card, like some kind of mutual reception. But maybe this is good because I think air signs and water signs share this ability to get really lost really fast where we're either really deep feelers or deep thinkers and this is a call to grounding and stabilizing.
1: Definitely, and this is kind of saying maybe a theme might be um, to check in with your systems of beliefs and your values and your traditions and um, maybe see how they play out in your life or see where um, they might have you stuck potentially Um, just kind of explore that inner world of your values and beliefs.
0: And Taurus is really linked to the concept of values because it's ruled by Venus and something that we talk a lot about with Venus. There's the fun parts of Venus, right, where it's how we look. It's our relationships. It's things that we think are pretty. And it's also, though, about our values and even our resources. So things as tangible as money, but also, like, who is in our corner that will help us with things? Like... And what do we have in ourselves to help ourselves? Like, what toolkit are we bringing in our life? Um, And the recognition that, you know, resources aren't fairly distributed. And sometimes in different chapters of your own life, you have different resources and abilities than you do in other moments. Um, But I think it's interesting to me that everybody who is not an earth sign got an earth sign card, which seems to really echo, like, I kind of love the idea that Virgo is, like, communicating through the universe, being like, hey, it's an earth sign time. Like, we had the Leo, we had the Aquarius, but you guys, we need to get grounded. Like, pencils need to be sharpened. Alarm clocks need to be set.
1: Definitely. It's, you know, we were talking a bit about how Virgo is kind of sometimes underloved.
0: Yeah. And then
1: this is kind of a semblance of it will not be forgotten. Um, And it's getting its moment to shine in its Virgo-ness.
0: Well, and I think in hearing all of this is we need all four elements in moderation. And also that it's like when it is an earth sign season, it's a chance to look at one, where are the earth houses? So like what houses in your chart are ruled by earth signs? But specifically for Virgo that it's like the, you know, second earth sign. We've moved a little from Taurus, just simply world comfort, like worldly comforts to then thinking about like, earth themes of stability and structure in that second way like the second sign of every element is a little more evolved it's a little more nuanced it's a little older it's seen a little more it has a little more to offer and I also think too like the concept of coins I like the idea of in that it's very tangible where you know if you have like a bowl of coins on it you can see if there are a lot of coins you can see where coins go. I don't know how you feel about the usage of coins and symbolism for tarot, but is there a possibility that it's, you know, like take a penny, leave a penny, like where it's like, where do I want to, if I have like this bowl of pennies on my desk and I can like put them towards things where it's like, well, where are you putting your pennies? Are you putting those pennies into like seeing your friend, like buying sodas at the Seven Eleven and hanging out with your friends? Are you saving them for a rainy day? Like, where are your resources going? Like
1: yeah, out of it's interesting you point that out because out of all of these suits um, or the the elements, in my opinion, coins, the Earth sign of it, um, are very they are tangible. They are you know you can see them. They are material things. They represent money and and wealth. And really, out is kind of to asking us to take a look at where are we spending those you know, pennies in a bowl or Mm there's coins in a bowl. What are they going towards? Is that serving us? You know, because it's talking about our resources and, you know, that, that tangible bowl of coins, if you will.
0: Or maybe another way to reframe it, if you're like trying to move past just the concept of a coin, it's also like hours in your day. Because we all have, you know, so much time and ability to put towards things. So Maybe to me, this also feels very Virgo to like be looking at your day planner, your calendar and going like, am I really blowing like four hours of my day on social media? Like, am I, is that valuable? Like, is that where those coins and those hours ought to be spent? Or like, am I not seeing people I want to see or I'm not like doing things that make me feel better?
1: Yeah, it's definitely the tangible getting out of your head. And sometimes scrolling on social Mm. media is just being in your head. Oh yeah, um,
0: I think there's balance. Yeah, right? definitely,
1: it's, and, uh, and it's all about balance. But it, it's this kind of message for this timing is maybe um, it's great to have ideas and dreams and all of those wonderful things, but also to ground yourself in what are you doing about it. Now is the time to kind of take the steps to make those dreams your reality, uh, and that can be sound boring, but is really exciting right? Because you're taking the steps to create what you want in this world.
0: Absolutely. I think the other thing that I think about with Virgo is, and I want to be careful here because there is a chance, there's like ABC astrology where we associate every house and zodiac sign with each other, but there are themes that overlap. So Virgo is associated with themes that are the sixth house, which it is wellness. It is the day-to-day routine. It is the minutia of our lives, which sounds really boring, but I also think Maybe this spread is a call to, hey, like, we've started with the hanged man. We need to trust the process. And in doing that, we also need to, like, look at our space and go, like, well, the process is saying do what you got to do. If you need two hours a day more sleep, if you need to spend 10 minutes, like, zoning out on social media or dedicate an hour every Wednesday to journaling or whatever, like, Virgo is about systems and I think maybe the hangman is saying like maybe confront the processes or the systems that are in place and maybe be like a little more ruthless like don't be afraid to nick stuff.
1: Yeah I think this is calling you to really as a whole in this spread take a take stock of where you're at. What are your processes? What are your routines? Your schedules? And are they working? And instead of just going with it or fighting it, Mm -hmm. take a look at how you can conform it to be more beneficial for you. Um, And each kind of element or, you know, group of signs can do that in a slightly different way as we've gone through the cards. But this is really about, like, Virgo's are stereotypically, about the the process and the structure, routines of it all. But confronting that... um, but there's no one way to do that, as we've seen.
0: Yeah, and I think it could, it's thoroughly possible. I'm sitting here feeling like all of these cards really connect, where it's like, where are you spending your money? Why are you afraid to put yourself out there? Why are you not? Why are you playing small ball?
1: Right. Living and in then also,
0: bed. like, yeah. why are you not considering where your resources are? Right, or like, what resources maybe you have that you aren't using?
1: Right, and even, you know, The hierophant, hierophant, however you'd like to say it, is also talking about your values, but it's talking about taking stock of them. What is, are they serving you? Are you living in this, this belief system that you're just living in, but it doesn't actually add anything to your life or you don't find yourself aligning with it anymore? Um, Yeah, keep in mind
0: that. And I think too, just a final note maybe on water signs is, The downside of water signs is if we're unchecked water energy, we could just be flitting from emotion to emotion. Just like how air signs can float from thought to thought to thought. Fire signs go to go to go and earth signs like they need to cross their to-do list off and maybe this card is also for water signs to go like all of your feelings are real. All of your feelings are true. They are happening. You are not necessarily in control of them. In fact, most of the time we are not really in control. But also, like, is going from emotion, is being led by those emotions taking you where you want to go? Like, do you feel like you are maybe coming from a place of intuition and hearing those emotions and feelings are leading you to something really great? Or do you feel like you're being ruled by your emotions? And this card, which is very ground-earth, values, energy, is saying all those things are real. And also, like let's not let those be the deciders.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's a very safe place. Like Your feelings are valid, they're real, they're happening, um, and it's a safe way to process those emotions and those feelings, but in a way that is grounding and kind of making something out of it um, without being completely ruled by your feelings or completely ignoring your feelings.
0: Yeah, trying to have a structure and a balance within how you take all of that in and how you act once you've kind of immersed in those emotions. Exactly. Cool. Well our last card is a little happy birthday Virgos. This is for you.
1: All right so Virgos we have the Ace of Cups in reverse.
0: Ooh. Um
1: Aces are fun um in that they are kind of the beginning of the narrative in each suit. Um so
0: I like that. It's like it's a new moon. It's your birthday season. If you are a Virgo, then this is the start of a new solar return for you. So I'm new, like new. starting. And this
1: is an incredible birthday gift to all my lovely Virgos out there because this card is all about love. Um, but in reverse, it is turning that love inwards. It's an Ooh. invitation to give the love that you give to others to yourself. Um, you. This is kind of a sign that you are a very loving person. And we all feel and show love in different ways. But in general, it's a, you know, you overflow. The the card is a literal picture of a cup overflowing. You're overflowing with that love. Um, But in order to keep that overflow, you have to fill it up yourself. Um, So this is about turning inward and your inner wisdom and your intuition. And um, maybe it's a sign that you might be not ready to share some feelings that you have yet. And that's okay. That's amazing. Um, but it's an invitation to turn inward. Maybe it's journaling or some other creative outlet that you resonate with. But to work through those feelings that you have, but also with the spirit of compassion and love for yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing about Virgo is we so associate it with the idea of service and being in service to others. And I do see a lot of Virgos that have a hard time taking time and space for themselves or feeling like they don't have the ability to have those boundaries with other people. And so I hope that if you are a Virgo or you know a Virgo that you do encourage them to spend their season really rejuvenating and growing themselves and their needs and like making them feel alive and and nurtured because... We also, you know, I think this, I would be interested to see what you think, but oftentimes I think when we're in a season that isn't the same element as our sun sign or a prominent placement for us, we get a little boost. And so sometimes I think we have to nourish ourselves during those times so that when we're in other seasons of different elements that maybe we don't connect to as much, we don't have as much in our chart or they're difficult placements, we feel like we have those things to draw on.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I personally just love this card for all night. Virgo's out there because as we've talked about, they are the most common sign, but they're also can get overlooked and underloved and this is a sign to pour that love right back into you and celebrate yourself. Celebrate your birthday, your whatever what that looks like. Maybe it's journaling, maybe it's painting, maybe whatever outlet you have that makes you feel fulfilled. Do that.
0: Yeah. What a wonderful birthday gift to give to you, because I'm sure Virgos know everyone's birthday, they have cards and stuff picked out, they're ready to go, but their birthday probably often easily gets overlooked, or is like on the very bottom of their to-do list. So
1: so here's your invitation to put it right to the very top. Yeah, what and cross a gift. it
0: off. <laughs> I love that. In true maximalist chart of fortune, we can't stop talking because we love our own voice. Uh, I'm going to do a secondary pull. This kind of came to us as we were pulling for the first, which was the Virgo full moon. And we thought, again, Virgos need some love, need some good PR. So what we're going to do is a three card pull. And this is super interesting For you, if you have the following placements. If you are a Virgo rising, so that means Virgo is your first house ruler, okay? If you are a Pisces rising, which puts Pisces as the chart ruler first house, and that puts Virgo in your seventh house. Or if you are a Sagittarius rising, or Sagittarius is your first house ruler, because that puts Virgo in your tenth. And the reason we're doing this, it might seem a little obtuse at first, but hear me out. When people ask for tarot readings, I was talking to Mallory about this, there are lots of People have different questions, but there are always kinds of themes that come up, and this is true of astrology readings too. People want to know about themselves, like what's going on with them. They want to know about their relationships and they definitely kind of want to know about money, but also like career or public persona, especially maybe if they're more artistic and they're not doing the nine to five, they want to know about like how people perceive them. So in order to do that, we did a poll for the houses that kind of control those themes in astrology. So just to break it down further, Virgo rising, that means Virgo's in your first house. This is for yourself. It's like how you present to the world, right? Your rising signs can also be how people see you. The second is that seventh house, which is our relationships. And we want to just be clear, this is going to be not about family relationships. This could be about romantic relationships, but it's also about significant relationships. So Friends technically are like an 11th house thing, but if you have like a a bestie, this is not like friend of a friend, random work acquaintance. This is like someone who's like really important in your life, does not have to be romantic, but this isn't going to have the like parent or sibling energy. Those are different houses, but it is about significant relationships. So think about that. And then finally the 10th house, which is our career, our public persona. So for each of these, we've kind of pulled a card to ask for some guidance or Something that the universe, like, wants us to think about for people with these placements. So, Mallory's here. We're going to go ahead. We pulled three cards, and we're going to reveal, like, flip them over in real time. So, you're here with us. Let's do it.
1: All right. Here we go. So, our first card that we pulled.
0: Okay, Virgo Risings. It's the Seven of Wands. And it is straight up. Correct. Sunny side up. That is, that's not a tarot. Okay. It could could be sunny side up tarot card. um, (laughs) Don't think about it too long, because it won't make more sense.
1: We'll go with it. All right. So um, this is, like you mentioned, talking about your inner self, your kind of your inner world, how you see. Yeah. Um, kind of how others see you, that kind of thing. And that is something that comes up a lot for me when I pull for myself is like, what is going on with me? Like, what are themes that I should pay attention to or things like that? So the seven of wands, that wands is that fire energy. Um, and this is all about standing up for yourself, protectiveness. Um, this is about, um, sometimes fire signs can be about being a leader. Um, this is kind of that energy. Um, this is talking about, um, boundaries. This is talking about establishing boundaries and keeping them. Um, holding your ground, not letting others mess with you. This is really, um, defending the position that you find yourself in, um, Sometimes it can mean that others want to be where you are and, and that can be an envious thing. Um, but if we're talking about, so just, you know, your inner world, this is really creating those strong boundaries and protecting yourself, um, and standing up for yourself, that, that power. Yeah, and I think
0: uh, I'm going to ask you in a second how you feel about because you are a Virgo rising and you don't have to give us specifics. But I do think that it's important to remember that rising signs, a lot of times we get caught up in that old astrology of like, oh, if you're a Cancer rising, you're going to have this body type, you're going to have this face shape. That can be very true. But let's also think about the fact that the rising sign is kind of this other part of our personality and I can see a lot of Virgo risings could potentially take on those Virgo qualities of wanting to help other people of maybe putting themselves second or putting themselves last because they feel maybe a sense in their friend group or the relationships or just kind of in the dynamics that they're in that they need to be more Virgo. They could maybe subvert like you're an Aries Sun. So as Virgo rising, it could be too that your Aries Sun go, 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 do, 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 you know, ram busting through is also tempered by this Virgo energy of, well, let's be efficient. Let's be organized about it. Let's be conscientious about what that looks like. So
1: definitely, I think, um, the way I see my Virgo rising kind of manifest is the, the to-do list, the kind of stereotypical Virgo, like go get it done, be orderly, be structured. Um, and that wanting to give to others, right? Because I could use the strengths that I have with my Virgo tendencies um, to help others. And sometimes that can, like we talked about earlier, Virgos can kind of get shoved under the rug, a little bit forgotten. And this is um, especially true for me to remember to remember that you know you have you deserve to have boundaries, and you um, should stand up for yourself and assert. Um, Never in a malicious or terrible way, but assert your power and stand behind who you are. Not let others take advantage of you. There is a natural inclination to want to help. But this is a reminder to, you know, stand up for yourself and to remember that you have power in that. And I find that that resonates maybe too much in this moment.
0: (laughs) Well, I also think just as an astrological perspective here, if you are someone who has a Virgo rising or sometimes we use the term Virgo ascendant, rising, ascendant, those are the same thing. So don't worry about it. That means that a lot of people say your chart ruler is the planet Mercury. And so maybe this is an opportunity Virgo risings. So you spend a lot of time thinking, maybe you spend a lot of time thinking for other people or trying to get ahead of things in relationships, like knowing it's going to be an issue, thinking about how to get around it or not dealing with it. And maybe this is a chance to go, you know, like if I'm putting all this thought into it, really the thought energy can go to like, am I helping because I feel like I'm really suited to do this and I have the the bandwidth and stuff to take it on? And if I don't, like, no is a real answer and I don't have to justify that, even though I think a Virgo tendency is to be very mercurial and ruled by Mercury and be like, but I have to have a good reason. And you can just say, I just can't help with that right now or... I'm not the right person for that.
1: Yeah, and it definitely comes to mind of the the whole the adage of like, no is a full sentence.
0: Yeah. Um, and that
1: doesn't have to be explained and it doesn't have to be rude. It's just a, a no is a no.
0: And I think that the seven of wands being a fire card really does resonate with a lot of fire signs in my life will just say they're not able to do something. And they are typically pretty good about just saying like, hey, I'm not able to help with that, or I can't, I'm too busy, or I'm not actually good at that, so you don't want my help, but thanks for asking. Uh, And then they just move on with their day. Like, the evolution of fire, right, is to just be a controlled burn where you're able to go, you know, like, we don't need my light and my warmth here. Like, that's not serving anyone. I just need to do what I need to do and also be good to others.
1: Definitely. So I think that's, at least for me, is hitting home.
0: Yeah, well, a good sure. reminder for everyone. It's a good chance to, we're in Earthside Energy, think about the boundaries. So our next card is going to be for anyone who is Pisces Rising, Pisces Ascendant, or Pisces is your first house ruler. And we're talking about themes of what's happening in relationships for you right now.
1: Definitely. So we have got the Eight of Wands. Ooh. Oh, interesting. We're kind of going in order here a little bit. Um, again, that Fire Energy. Um, so this is about movement and change and fast-paced change, um, which, well, ties into the kind of love or relationship, like you talked about significant relationship. Um, this is talking about movement, um, kind of that fire excitement. And if, you know, if we're going really you know, deep here, if you're single, means it could be new people, new sparks, new possibilities. Um, Maybe kind of a bit of a ride and getting ready for that, kind of, you know, embracing that go-fire energy. Um, If there is a significant relationship that comes to mind, um, this could be that if there's like a rut or something like that, change is gonna come, movement's coming. It's that, you know, again, that fire energy, that excitement.
0: And I think it's good to know if you are Pisces rising, that means Virgo is ruling your seventh house of relationships. And that placement is called whoever, whatever sign is ruling that seventh house in your birth chart, it's called the descendant. So it's like the ascendant, the descendant, it's the opposite sign for everyone. It's always the opposite of your rising sign, regardless of what your rising sign is. But what's important to note is the descendant has always been a really interesting placement in a birth chart because it can indicate what you're looking for in a partner, But it can also indicate who you are in relationships. That's a little different from your sun sign personality. And I think if you are someone who's a Pisces rising and your Virgo ruled seventh house, there is a chance that you could be a lot more, you could be looking for a lot more structure, a lot more dependability in your relationships. And if that isn't serving you, maybe the Eight of Wands is saying like, hey, this Virgo season, maybe it's time to you know, not lead with I'm looking for someone stable and dependable and just go with what feels good. Like release that Virgo has to be a certain way kind of perfectionism that they can get into. And just say like, one, be safe. But also like, maybe let's let go of some of those Virgo like has to be this has to do that has to check off a list of what we're looking for in a partner. And maybe just say like, Maybe you meet someone really random and cool that's totally not who you are. Or maybe if you're in a relationship, it's a chance to, like, try something new with your partner. Like, in anything, like, maybe you both have never been to a a painting class. Or you've always wanted to go on a road trip, and you never have. Like,
1: yeah, it's all about that, you know, that spark. And it could be a spark between two people, but it could be a spark of trying something new. It could be a spark of going somewhere new. Anything to keep that movement, that energy going um, is really what the Eight of Wands is is saying. Love that.
0: And then our final card is going to be for anyone who is a Sagittarius Rising, Sagittarius Ascendant. And that's because it puts Virgo as the ruler of your 10th house. And 10th house is our career. So not... Sixth house is day job. It's like... When we have that job, we have to have because we have bills and that's the structure we live in versus 10th house is like our career or something like that's a calling for us. It's like something that we feel the need to participate or create and also our public persona. So it can be to like how we, what kind of circles are we in? 11th house is like friendships and our larger community, but this is about public persona. Like how do other people perceive you, especially in your career role? All
1: right. So we pulled... The Eight of Cups. So moving away a bit from that fire energy, actually opposite, kind of, into water.
0: Well, I think maybe that works because as a Sag rising, your chart is ruled by Jupiter and you are ruled by a fire sign. So maybe the fire sign, you already have that impetus to go, go, go.
1: Yeah, so this is... When this comes up in talking about a career reading, this is something that is... Um, it's about walking away. It's about, maybe it's a vacation. Maybe what you need right now is you can go, 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 and you need that break. Maybe it's that what you're doing is not working. And the best thing you can do for you is to move on. Um, this is, could be talking about, like you mentioned, not necessarily like day-to-day job, but talking about maybe leaving that day-to-day job for a career, for something more fulfilling. Um, but sometimes it's just um, not working. It's draining. It's whatever it might be. Um, but this is a sign to, uh, do what's best for you. And maybe that is a weekend away. Maybe that's a vacation. Maybe that's leaving whatever it is altogether. Only really you can know the context, but this is about putting yourself
0: first. Well, and I almost wonder too, and I'd be interested in what you think, if this, like, leaving something that's not serving us, like, just kind of setting that aside. If there's a chance that you're a Sag rising, you have this Virgo 10,000, maybe your public persona is someone who's like always on the ball and always picks up the slack and you get there early and you stay late and you are burned out. And maybe it's a chance to go, you know, like I've been having this Virgo 10,000 vibe of the person who dots all the i's, crosses all the T's, like, you know, long skirt or long short skirt, long jacket, like getting all the things done, but maybe like that's just not who you need to be and maybe that's preventing other people in your life from stepping up. Like if you're always doing the team project, like are your coworkers growing or are you just kind of picking up the slack and not letting anyone else?
1: Yeah definitely it's you know this is definitely a sign of you know that energy that Virgo energy crossing t's dotting i's is wonderful um, and but maybe you've been doing it too long maybe you know and it could be something as simple as you need to take a deep breath and walk around the block um, it doesn't have to be a life altering career shift um, but it could be there, you know it's the context you'll know better in your life but this is definitely a sign to take a deep breath for a second mm-hmm. whatever that looks like
0: and I would say too just thinking about this if you have a Virgo midheaven so that's like the ruler of your 10th or 11th house. It can sometimes be as early as the 9th and the 12th. I would also think about this card because the Midheaven is about like a path for us that's kind of beyond our day-to-day, like the minutia. So if this is resonating for you and you also have a Virgo Midheaven, I would say this totally fits because Midheaven is also stuff that we become known for. It does tie into that persona theme. Um, and so I would say like, Consider also maybe if you've been putting up a facade and you feel like you have to be someone at work or in social spaces and that's just like really not for you. You really feel maybe not content, but also maybe out of alignment. Like that doesn't feel like you just, you feel like you have to be like the mom of the work team, right? Like you always make sure stuff gets done or you always feel like you have to be, you know, maybe the mean boss who reminds people that, you know, Gary, that report is due on Wednesday. So let's get it done, please, this week. Maybe, you know, it's time to shed some of those places where you've like put yourself because you feel like you have to because you're a Sag rising like you're fun.
1: Yeah, it's time to, you know, take some time to remember that you are fun. Yeah, you don't have to be the mom or the boss or the, you know, keeping everybody on track.
0: Or maybe if you've been playing small ball because you feel like other people got it covered, like, are you just slacking? Like, and you kind of feel like you want a challenge? Maybe that's an opportunity as well.
1: Yeah, whatever the context may be, I think I'm seeing a time to reflect on it. Um, not too long, but...
0: um are sad that. rising. You, you only have a matter of minutes. Right, I mean, right. So
1: maybe it is a deep... Inhale for you, yeah. or maybe it's a vacation, either way. But especially
0: to... if you're SAG rising, you probably want to travel somewhere far away,
1: right? Exactly. Um, so whatever that looks like, take the time to see if it's serving you. If it's and if it's not, maybe try something else,
0: yeah. And I think the thing we would say about all these is even if this doesn't correspond to your houses like where your placements are, but they're working for you, like. Lean the hell in. I think the best, one of the best things that I like about Virgos is they're about getting it done. And if there's an easy way to do it, if something works for them, they they know that they can lean on it and use it. And that's really the Earth sign energy of don't make it too hard, don't make it, don't think about it too long, right? Like don't let the moment pass you. Don't be so focused on just getting stuff done that you're not doing it right. But
1: yeah, and and use what works, right? And that kind of corresponds to the way I view tarot in that. If something resonates with you, but you're, you're not maybe one of the um, placements that we mentioned, but these cards resonate with you for some reason, or they make you think of something, go with it. Go with your intuition on this because, um, you know, it's that Virgo mentality of get it, you know. Yeah,
0: don't overcomplicate it. Right. Because it's easy to do that. But also, if it's broke, don't fix it. If it's working for you, like, and there aren't dark consequences to that, like, just Use it while it works. And then there may come a day where that process or mentality is not serving you. And it's cool to let it go. Mutable Earth. Always happy to to shift the game as needed. Exactly. So Mallory, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for getting us ready for not only the Virgo new moon, but helping some of our big, you know, like Virgo placement friends through what they should be thinking about this season or things that might be coming up for them right now. It is always a pleasure. And if you loved Mallory's work, then it's really easy to find her. She is at Drawn to Tarot on Instagram. You can follow her. There'll be pictures of our um, pulls that we did. So the cards that we were talking about, if you want to see them, we use the fountain deck. And I think we'll link to that in show notes. So if you see the photos, you're all about it. Go ahead. You can check that out too. As always, thank you for listening to Chart of Fortune. Um, Until next week. Bye.